Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? I wanted to be Hippolata. <laughs> you think you're funny, right? Calling me drunk when it's too late at night. Telling me truth that you know all her lies. Yeah, you think you're funny, right? I wasn't listening to you guys at all the last 30 seconds. <laughs> you think you're super sly. We ain't got time for this. Gotham's got things going on. Tell a JLA I'm busy. Hello and welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I am Ben, your sunshine into Gotham. And it is the holiday season. The holiday season. Uh, I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics. And he's the one that goes second. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back into the Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast of three brothers who talk about Matt, Batman, the DC universe, and just have some general fun shenanigan times. Aaron, why did you let him go second? He was going to do the recap. He was going to have to go third. I know. Well, he's going to go third on the next one, I think. No, he's going third I'm on going the next third one. I'm going third on the next oh, one. Oh, well, that's BS. Why well, he can we go first. Go? You messed it up, but it's fine. He can go first on the next one. I think we found out last episode that, that I'm he's... getting really good at third, so yeah. you guys need to give yeah, him a break give him for a, a while. Break. Okay. Yeah. Well, next episode, tune in to hear Jake go first. Yes. <laughs> and mess it all up, because I am no. going third, so yes, we'll do that. <laughs> fair, fair. What's no. uh, What's been going on in your geeky little lives, gentlemen? Stop talking about comic books or I'll What do you think you're doing, you. nerd? Stop spending Get the words! Nerd! Nerd! Or I swear to God Geek. you're gonna spend your 20 Geek. years alone. Geek. I mean, I'm the Batman of Geeks, bitch. Since like two years ago when we last recorded? Yeah, it's been a while. It's I've been, been a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ben and I, Aaron was not able to join us, but Ben and I got to go to a holiday season treat at a local theater, was doing a one showing uh, in their tiniest, smallest, eight person fit theater. Nice, (laughs) nice. uh, Showing of Batman Returns. How's your neck feeling from craning it up from the front row, Uh, James? It was not the most comfortable. And luckily the the seats were advanced and you could like pretty much lay backwards to watch it so it wasn't terrible. nice nice but how i don't i mean I, I didn't see that on the screen when it came out i don't think or if i did i don't remember we were discussing this so i was 6 years old and i am pretty positive that i did not see it and jake didn't think he did either yeah. i don't think i did i don't think mom and dad would take him maybe they did i don't remember I want to ask them about it, and I think I'm going to at Christmas. I highly doubt they will remember. They won't, no. But I th- have a feeling that the backlash that that movie had been receiving from parents' groups probably kept our parents from wanting to take us to the theater to see it. Probably. And wait for it to come out on home video. Mm-hmm. Was it parents' backlash because it, it featured an animal and not a man? <laughs> I am not a human! I am an animal, cold-blooded. So I've seen that movie probably 20 <laughs> times. Watching it in the theater, really, because like if you're watching something at home, especially if you've seen it a bunch of times, you're talking or you're looking at your phone or you're working on a project, just watching it and watching it giant, I was like, this movie is dark and fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. I it love is it way so much. way dark and fucked up. And 
Would you say it's a Christmas movie having just watched it? No. It no. is set during Christmas. Hmm. Yeah, it does not contain any of the Christmas spirit that a Christmas movie requires. No, I feel like the penguin is full of spirit and good cheer. Come, little children. It's more of an... It's more of a political election movie, I would say, than actually a Christmas movie. It does... Nothing uh, says holidays like political elections. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's more of an election movie than a... It features very little Batman, which always makes the best Batman (laughs) movies, right? Um, Ben, you mentioned when we left, like, wow, this movie is just as crazy as... Batman Forever or Batman and Robin. I don't know why they get all the hate, and this is just as wild as those are. It's but darker. That was good. No. Okay, well, you're not going to like my next comment then. It's darker and less gay, but it is just as ridiculous. Oh, like, I'm not saying it's not ridiculous. The, the toys that are like coming to life and all the creepy clowns and all the giant Christmas box that rolls out into the street. It's, oh, yeah. it's so serious. <laughs> I, I loved it. it. Maybe I'll watch it when I get home. You should. It's, you should. It is. It's fantastic. I it's up there, and now having seen it in the theater and remembering my theater Ooh, experience, his hands are so gross yeah, and giant, <laughs> and he's gnawing on the fish. The, bears. <laughs> the fish was gross. She he actually ate the raw fish during that scene. Oh, I can only imagine. Of course he did. Yeah. There's uh, use gross. It was really gross because <laughs> they're out of rum ham. <laughs> rum ham. No, it was fantastic. I was glad we got to do it. Um, Jake was unfortunately stuck in traffic, and Aaron was not able to come. But the theater that I go to a lot has, like, pre-shows. And so for a half hour before the show, it has just, like, things playing that relate to the movie you're about to watch. And normally they're, like, so-so. Some of them have been really good. Unfortunately for you two, this was like the best pre-show. And I'm just sitting there ordering Jake food while he's driving frantically in traffic. Or driving slowly in traffic. Not moving in traffic. traffic. But there were old... um, the little shorts that played before the movie on the VHS, it's like Alfred with a Coca-Cola while Bruce is driving around, and then it ends with a Coca-Cola can having oh, a bat cape. Oh, I think I cape. remember cape. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I remember that. That played, and then there's like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck like advertising, joining some like Warner Club, and you get like a free Batman hat. That was nice. there. Um, it was cool. And then lo- just lots of like toy commercials. So it was it was fun. I'm glad we did that. That's good. That's I'm going to put this out there that I think Danny DeVito's Penguin is the second best Batman movie villain we've ever had. I I would thinking off the top of my head, I think I would 100% agree with you. He that, is who would evil? you say is first? Uh, Heath, Heath Ledger's Ledger. Joker yeah. is uh yeah, yeah I mean the Penguin is evil. He is disgusting. disgusting. He portrays that side. It doesn't have the mobster iceberg lounge kind of tone of the Penguin that we've kind of gotten used to. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a darker, sinister underworld Penguin. Uh, yeah, but I... But he tries to like present himself in that upscale portion of the movie where he's got the the nice tuxedo and the fur and the top hat and then he goes back to his horrible monster self and yeah, yeah. 
But it's Gotham that made him the monster, mm. right? Mm. It's not yeah. his fault. He was abandoned and abused I mean, and he neglected. He did eat that cat all well, on his own. He was a baby. He's got to eat. So yeah, so there is a lot of like I was watching it with the like nature versus nurture lens, and I was like, poor penguin. But then I was like, no, the cat in the very beginning. I was like, what are we supposed to believe that he truly was a monster? Which doesn't make his parents any less of a monster for throwing a baby in the river or the stream or whatever the hell but right and then like all the newspapers that reveal that while he was growing up in the circus children in the towns they visited were disappearing so did he learn that from the circus gang or did the circus gang yeah. learn it from him was he eating babies back then well, babies are I, I love him i love him and he's gross as hell <laughs> he is a good he is a good villain jake but i will push back a little because i think that bane in batman and robin gives him a run for his- <laughs> Uh, I was about to have a. I was was about to be like, yeah, I really do like Tom Hardy's Bane, you bastard. (laughs) I know. That's why I went that route. Of all the the options I could have gone, that's the one I knew would give you, like, keep you. But would I really have gone with Tom Hardy's Bane? (laughs) Bomb. Fuck you, Bane. With that being said, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is freaking ridiculous and perfect in not at all like any other Catwoman, but. Yeah, no, she is out of the live action Catwoman. Where do you see her falling? Oh, top after Halle Berry, but <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding, just kidding, go no. away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but her commitment level to that role is yeah. a little oh, yeah. insane. Yeah. Yes, all all three of the well, Michael Keaton's whatever, but the those two like people in these in these Tim Burton Batman movies really commit to the ridiculous oh yeah, yeah. yes they do and it works it does and work. it's very different from the comic books but it influenced a lot of the comic books and it influenced a ton of the movies to come after it like that's what i was sh- shocked by like well like nolan stole so or borrowed or paid homage to burton's movies while making his. well in the cartoon the cartoon that we love and talk about on this podcast all the time same all the time came out the same year as batman returns yeah, oh, okay. influenced. I I yeah. nice yeah. So, Aaron? Uh, it's just been chaos. Like, cars, Kelly's car, needed to go to the shop because it was making a noise. $1,200 worth of brakes later. Was the noise it was making? <laughs> no, it, no, it was just like, it was some wine noise. It was like, it was weird when you're excited. I don't know. So, that's fun. But I started allergy shots uh, a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, how are those ago. going? Fine. I've had like three rounds. It's just, it's odd. Like, for the first, have you ever? Did you ever have them? No. See, we all probably should have when we were younger, but like you, you go and they give you the shots, and then you have to sit for like twenty minutes, and I have to have an EpiPen on me in case I have a reaction or go into shock. Oh God! Oh, so that's, that's fun. fun. But do you, do you get multiple shots? I get three every week. Oh no, man! Every week. I yeah, they're quick. I mean, it's very little. This one's my arm's a little itchy still today, but that's normal. But. It's just kind of, it's very odd. Do you feel odd. a difference? No, not yet. I mean, I've only had a three rounds, and they're like they have a very minimal amount of the allergen in them until you build up and mm. can tolerate it. Hmm. So, but other than that, it's fun. But yeah. I've uh, been spending Aaron, a lot of depressing. time <laughs> in the gym. For, what if it uh, goes wrong and Aaron becomes like the next version of Weed Whacker? <laughs> I would, that would be fantastic. I would <laughs> totally own that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Going to the gym. Uh, spending a lot of time at high school gyms for uh, wrestling tournaments. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not going to the gym. Are you crazy? I was like, what? It's not even New Year's. <laughs> I got time for that shit. No, well, high school wrestling and uh, Connor's trying out for archery for uh, the middle school. So that's uh, hopefully that's that'll go well. Nice. So he's enjoying that. But just a lot of things monopolizing time. Yeah. yeah. But I've been reading that uh, that series I told you guys about. Yeah, how's uh, Carl? It's good. I'm on like the fifth book. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, definitely worth reading. So Say the title again for this. Dungeon week. Crawler Carl. You're on the fifth. How many are there? I think there's six. Oh. Yeah. Fun. But they've gotten progressively longer. I think five is like 700 pages oh, or God. something, which is... Are they pretty quick reads? They're not. Yeah, they're not bad. It's it's quick. It's not real a lot of thinking involved. So, yeah. Nice. Well, nice. Fun. Yeah. Ready for a break? Did I start my break today? So that's nice. Yeah, jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about whatever we read? A hundred years ago, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So we read Batman, Bruce Wayne, Fugitive, Volume 3. And those of you that have listened to Volume 1 and Volume 2, I'm sure you've been anxiously awaiting to know what happens in Volume 3. Why did he buy the gun, Aaron? Mm -hmm. Tell us. Oh, I'm sure we'll find out in this here episode, Mm -hmm. Jake. Uh, once Ben gets off his soapbox very soon, I'm going to go <laughs> I have ahead to get and... on it first. <laughs> oh, that's coming very soon. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go ahead and uh, read the little recap here. Cause I have no idea what we read. What has gone before David Kane, the man who trained the young Cassandra to become a silent killer has been hired by the white house to frame Bruce Wayne for the murder of his ex-girlfriend, Vesper Fairchild. This was President Lex Luthor's revenge for losing face and millions in the rebuilding of Gotham City sometime before. Kane, though, has personal issues with Wayne, extending back to when he educated the teen before Wayne became the Batman. Wayne wouldn't kill, which disappointed the older man. Years later, Cassandra also rejected killing and escaped Kane's care, coming to live in Gotham City and eventually becoming the new Batgirl. As a result, Kane tried not only to frame Wayne, but to destroy Batman at the same time. His plan worked as Gotham's finest arrested Wayne and his bodyguard, Sasha Bordeaux, at the scene of the murder. Demoralized, Wayne stood at soon after escape prison and tried to give up his true identity, vanishing from sight for long stretches. Bordeaux remained in prison, comforted by Alfred's visits and spurning the state's offer to turn on her employer. Batman's associates and surrogate family, Nightwing, Robin, Oracle, Batgirl, and Spoiler, Combine their efforts to figure out how Wayne was framed. United we are the family. Batman, meantime, was combining a deadly drug. Was combating, excuse me, not combining, that'd be better. Combating a deadly drug that was flooding the streets of Gotham. This put him in league with checkmate agent David Said, who eventually pointed Batman in Washington's direction. Batman gathered his team together, apologized for his usual rude behavior. That's pretty accurate. And then reviewed the facts of the case. Together, they identified David Kane as the one behind the dual plots, and the chase was on to locate the assassin. The climactic fight took place in Oracle's Watchtower headquarters with Kane subdued and placed in custody. Kane confessed to the crime, clearing Wayne's name. And that will lead us up to where we are. Done. So it really just sounds like we're done. Like the big conflicts have been handled. However, there is still one Miss Sasha Bordeaux in jail. <laughs> And, um, well, she dies, so he thinks, and yeah. he's he's sad. And then he's like, I don't think she's really dead. And also, maybe she's going to give up my identity, so I'm going to go look for her. 
months yeah. later, a year later, some obnoxious amount of time goes by. He finds her and he's like, you're not giving up my uh, identity, right? She's like, no. He's like, okay, cool. Here's a kiss. And she's like, fuck you. I've been training to be a bad person, I guess, because I'm working for Checkmate now. Jake, you want to explain any of this? Uh, I don't think Checkmate's bad. They're just... It's an organization. What would they be like? Are they involved otherwise in DC? Just Batman's universe? Where it's are they It's definitely involved? mostly Batman, but they have... I've only interacted with them with Batman. Yeah, a lot of parallels with like the Suicide Squad. Like another Amanda mm-hmm. Waller... The what, Jane? Suicide Squad? Mm-hmm. What'd I say? Squad Squad Squad. Another Amanda Waller kind of project of covert opportunities and uh, whatnot so yeah she changes her face she has reconstructive facial surgery she's recruited into checkmate and she still hasn't given up bruce's identity to them um which really she owes him nothing at this point and should have just given up his identity to the highest bidder as far as I'm concerned. As soon as she's like, <laughs> That's why doesn't we don't wanna... tell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down in my notes, like, she doesn't want Wayne's help, only her lawyer. And I just wrote off to the side, I see a rigi- refrigerator scene coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a prison conflict and they utilize, Checkmate uses it to get her out of jail. And um, everybody thinks she died in this prison conflict. Guys, when we thought she died, I was like, really? 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 She really? She goes to jail for Bruce and then just dies? But she didn't die. She doesn't die. Um, no. no. And she transforms. She confesses her love to Bruce and he confesses his, which was weird. He don't love her. No. He, he went to save her literally just to make sure she hadn't given up his identity. That's what he told Alfred. Yeah. Bitch, no. <laughs> I have read just, no, not just as many. I've read almost as many Batman books as you at this point. You might own more, but I am reading just as many. And no, he is a bad person. <laughs> so, Ben, before you go into your rant, Jake and I have something we want to play that's kind of going to be the new Sandra uh, <laughs> <laughs> Soapbox. She's thinking Benjamin? <laughs> Sorry. Do I have a theme song that's just Benjamin? No. no but the, the, the <laughs> next line is, he cut it off a little too early. Oh, oh the next bad. line is, Benjamin, where did you go? <laughs> <laughs> so I randomly hear this song while working one day, oh, and I send it to Aaron, and I'm like, this needs to be next episode's song. <laughs> Close enough. What is this song? Veruca Salt, Benjamin. Benjamin. Oh, I do love Veruca Salt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's hilarious. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not wrong, you guys. <laughs> You're not wrong. No. no. There's a splash page of them kissing. I'm like, it. The it was, it was really bad. Yeah. I just don't know why. Why? Why the same like, thing? Well, he loved Vesper, and then he got with a bunch of chicks in a hot tub, and then he like recruited Sasha, never gave her a code name, just basically made her 
like you know find out his secret yes that he planted the case with all his stuff yes. so she would find out because he wants to he wants to invite people in but he doesn't want to invite people in yeah, I think a- it's a bandwidth thing. I think he only has so many. He's like, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to actually apologize to the Bat family and be nice. And then he goes out and like has a fucking turkey Christmas with random people. <laughs> it felt like he was like making the rounds and be like, Bruce Wayne's back and Bruce Wayne's a good person. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I can't weird. possibly be good to everyone. So mm, this woman over here seems like a person I can abuse. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> what he tries to justify it as so this is Jake trying to justify Bruce justifying. Go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> this is just me recapping what the book says um, is that he did have feelings for her and to before or after he abandoned her in jail for a year. Uh, yeah, well, before that. I feel uh, like there are much healthier ways to express your feelings for someone. Like, get her out of jail. Than letting them go to fucking jail. <laughs> get her out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to put her in a costume and run around on the roof. I, you I thought you were going to say, he just wanted to lock her up. <laughs> <laughs> she was safe in jail until she died. No, she was <laughs> Until she died. <laughs> until she died. <laughs> Okay, so did, when both of you read this, did you think she died? And were you concerned about doing a recap with me? Uh, what did I write down? Uh, I don't remember. It was, I, I wrote, I, I think I just said outside in my head, like, uh-oh. <laughs> Refrigeratorator. I was not worried because I knew what happened with oh, okay. her uh, post- Researching for future episodes, uh, I had come across the outcome of her joining Checkmate. I totally bought that she could have died because oh, I, yeah. I didn't oh, know totally. about her until we got to her in, in this podcast. I, I was like, who is this person? And so when she quote unquote died, I was like, oh, well, that that makes that check out, checks out. Yeah, that makes sense. I do honestly think that this book may, and this whole uh, murderer to fugitive may have actually given us a point of change for Bruce Wayne's Batman. And now, in 80 years, he always reverts to the solo asshole that nobody, that Ben doesn't like. And um, we know that's going to come back. But I think this is a big enough story that they put in all of the Batman titles. They are going to try to make an effort for... And I know the book's coming. I think they do try to make an effort that he is different. He, The Bat family is now as important as his crusade is. Until he throws them away. Until specific things I literally know are coming. <laughs> <laughs> until those times. <laughs> until those times. But I think this opens the door for yes. some things that are about to happen. I'm teasing you. It, yeah. it other than her, the her stuff, other than Sasha Bordeaux stuff, it really was his like apology tour was basically what this book was. Was that the day in his like routine? Is that what you're talking about? I like, liked that. Did you like that? Like I which showcase so. like all the meetings and everything he had over the course of a day, right? Is that Yeah, and he's like giving away scholarships and he's doing all this stuff and it was it was a different um it structure. was him, it was it was more of Bruce playing the Bruce role than we've seen in almost anything we've mm-hmm. read. Yes. 
And then it progresses into the night and he takes on the costume and he looks out over Robin and Batgirl doing their thing and his crusade is yes. moving forward. But it's not just about busting heads. There is some dangling a guy off a bridge, but it's mm-hmm. also like what good does Batman do? You know, there are some people who have had run-ins with Batman who are now celebrating that they have their lives thanks to Batman mm-hmm. or the criminals have... Re- one of them is actually reformed and getting a job in Wayne Enterprises and stuff like that. So it showed the good impact that this character can have. Right. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, so we have a, an assassin hired to take out <laughs> Kane. Yeah. Is this the first time we've had Deadshot? I was trying to think. There's no way I let I, that didn't happen, he show right? up with like some other Catwoman story? Okay. With Batman and Catwoman? I like feel on a roof? Like he's been hanging at... from a helicopter, or was this it? No, that was Deathstroke hanging okay. from a oh, helicopter. Okay. No. I feel like well, Deadshot... I mean, I'm, it's been a while since I read this. I don't remember. They're very similar. Yeah, they are. It's fair. I think Deadshot might have been in some ensemble thing. Okay. Like, yeah. But we've not had a story about him. I did not. I, I I obviously know who Deadshot is. He's in the Suicide Squad movies. He um, or the one. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's in the animated series. Um, is he? Isn't he? No, he's in some of the animated movies. Sorry, he's in some of the animated movies. Um, I didn't realize that he came from a Batman story. I'd always just kind of put him as an assassin in the DC world, as kind of mm-hmm. just running around and that group of people that gets used by whoever needs them. Mm-hmm. Right. And he he shows up in uh, 1950. He was in Batman 59 was his first ep- oh. issue. He's been around yeah. for a long time. Yeah, that's um, pretty long. And he is the deadliest marksman in the DC universe, Supposedly. right? Supposedly. Supposedly, right. yeah. So him going I don't after... Know. I don't know. I feel like we would have met him before that in our continuity if he's really that important, Aaron. Yeah, same. Well, David Kane <laughs> punks his ass pretty easily. I mean... Uh, yeah, and there's like a couple fight scenes between them here, and it that part wasn't terrible. It was kind of like, okay, this is... Re- it kind of seemed to really move away from the Bruce Wayne fugitive aspect of everything, and now it's like, we signed on for three volumes. How are we going to finish filling this third volume kind of thing? Agree. Yeah. A lot of this stuff was like... Oh, could this not be like Bruce Wayne? Like the back of the trade I'm seeing right now says Bruce Wayne, a free man. Could that not have been the title of this? It didn't need to be Fugitive Three because he's not a fugitive. Right? In any no, of this. he wasn't a fugitive. It and, yeah, at the seemed end of two, more like good. a prologue or a, an epilogue, excuse me, than the end of the story. I agree. Um, and with as much as we got Bruce Wayne having to deal with the accusations in the first volume when he's arrested and everything and having to process all that from jail, I would have really liked to see a few issues in that same pacing of him trying to reestablish himself, right? So he's rich, he's got that power, he's got that sway over the public that he can get... He was accused of murder, he was arrested, he ran away, right. and now he's just back into his normal life yeah. in that one issue. Like I would have liked to see him try to regain some they of that. They kind of brushed over his, I mean, felonies that he committed on his way out, and yeah. he had all his transgressions, but he has millions, and so his lawyers or whatever were able to wipe it away. Which it's true to life. True, yeah. It just seemed maybe it could have been flushed out a little bit, like, you know. 
So, Ben, I feel like we didn't give you an appropriate amount of time on your soapbox, and I just want to check with you. Did you read the afterword in Volume 3? Oh, my God. I did not. I oh, okay. So it is revealed that, uh, I think it's Ed Brubaker or... Oh, yeah, there is a closing Craig. thoughts by Ed Brubaker. Well, there's an afterword by Greg Rucka and closing thoughts by Ed Brubaker. And this is where they tell us about the gun, right? Well, no. Uh, <coughs> I, uh, they do tell us why they created Sasha originally, and she was intended to be a character caught up in a love triangle between herself, Bruce, and one James Gordon. Uh, <laughs> Wait, where? I, me, I, me. I must. <laughs> I'll drop my Burger King for that. I don't see the word Sasha on here anywhere. It starts. I mean, with the whole S. thing is talking about her. Uh, that would have been interesting because we haven't had Gordon. I, d- I think that would have been like all jokes aside. That would have been too shoehorned to make that work. To yeah, well, try to bring Gordon to back like just for some both weird Bruce Wayne yeah, and Gordon. What kind of weird ass <laughs> woman? Somebody that <laughs> <laughs> likes money and Burger King. So this is have it her way. <laughs> this is from <laughs> this is have from Greg Rucka. Have it your way. Which brings me ultimately to Sasha Bordeaux. When she first entered into the series, she was brought in with an eye of being in the apex of a love triangle that would run between Bruce slash Batman, Jim Gordon, and her. One that would ultimately end in tragedy with grand visions of Sasha taking a bullet (gasps) to protect Bruce's secret. Something heart-wrenching, something devastating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So they were going to... Benjamin! No, 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 no. So, not only were they creating this character to be a love interest, fine, that happens, I get it, it's it's life, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. she was going Mm -hmm. to die Mm -hmm. by bullets Mm -hmm. for James Gordon's new love interest after his most recent one died by bullets, Mm -hmm. and his daughter Mm -hmm. got shot with a bullet. The fuck? Saving Bruce. That would be bang, bang, bang. I mean, saving Bruce, yeah, it's it, it's hard because these fridgings are real. <laughs> and they're very dramatic yeah. and awful. No, but there needs to be a point where, like, a woman can save a man. And it's like, yay, story. But, yes, that's a fucked up. So does it make you feel better if I spoil the fact that this is not the last of Sasha that we have seen? No, I don't need oh. her. <laughs> well, now you're going to read every appearance. That... Does she show up in Hush? <laughs> About to flip my own table. <laughs> We're never going to get there. Uh, we are well aware. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, another thing that happens in this book, really the last, I think the last issue, it's a Batgirl book. Oh yeah. And it's more or less her birthday, but it's actually her like, is it her? It's the, it's her one year anniversary of being Batgirl. Yes. Yeah, so her gotcha day, if you will, from an adoptive standpoint oh, okay. of when Batman, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um something you say for pets or adopted <laughs> children sometimes um so bruce is like trying to be a dad but then she goes and beats up her actual dad and then bruce is like happy birthday it was 
strange. It was bizarre. So Kane's motivation is all about was Bruce worthy of Cassandra abandoning David to go to? And the reason he took all of this assignment personally and went after him was to either prove that he was or destroy him. So all of this mm. happened because he's mad that his little girl ran off and likes her second daddy more? Yes. And mm, he's yeah. now willing to die because of it. He like the whole issue with him and Deadshot, he's he's fine with Deadshot killing him. He's not gonna like step in front of the bullet, but he's also not gonna stop it from happening. Why do you think Batman like went out of his way to save him? Like, yeah, I can just get rid of this guy, and then he, one less person knows my secret. And uh, Batman, if Batman does that and he hasn't taken out the Joker, there's something really wrong That's here. Well, true. he also says that uh, well, Cassandra the deserves the, the chance to just... be with her father <laughs> to some level. Yeah. It yeah. seemed strange. It, it, it goes to it my exact point that it's an epilogue. Like, yes, Kane is in, is the villain of this story, but the Batgirl-Kane moment didn't really... She wasn't... Batgirl, in my opinion, wasn't important enough to this whole fugitive... I guess she found out Bruce was Batman in this, mm-hmm. but she was not, like, the main character or even one of the, like, five main characters of this whole trade. So for it to end with her seemed a little it just seemed disjointed the whole thing seemed like they needed to focus in more if this is really right. about Kane then we needed more clues along the way and it needed to really involve her more throughout the whole thing to me yeah that's fair I mean I I did wasn't disappointed it was Kane I think I said that at the the last episode um I think that was done well I didn't have a problem with it this one was just kind of a mess in my opinion yeah, is that your? You guys want to do reviews? Yeah, you want to do that? Uh, well, we did not get a conclusion to why Bruce bought the gun. We didn't. Um, now, this does not. These three volumes that we read are the original print and trade of the Fugitive story. It actually does not contain every issue that was under the the, the mantle. Banner. Yeah, uh, the banner. Thank you. Um, and so maybe that was revealed in one of the other issues that they didn't give us. But I felt very disappointed by the fact that I don't know why he bought the gun. What can, do you think is the reason he bought the gun? As a gift to Sasha is my thought. I feel like he bought it to like force himself to get over like the gun fear. or. But he has an arsenal in the back cave Maybe already. it's what he just does. Yeah. Maybe every year. Do we know the date he bought it? Is it close to the anniversary of his parents' death? Oh, does he buy one to like destroy it? Maybe he year? buys one like every like whatever to remember and I don't know. Maybe this is revisionist history, but I feel like there was a storyline. I, I know that it happened in the second it happened throughout this saga we've been reading, and it's we've been reading it for seven months now. But whose fault is that? Yours. But I feel <laughs> as though there was like an episode of the cartoon or something that dealt with Bruce and a gun. And maybe I'm just deja vuing it, but I feel like we have an answer somewhere and it just wasn't actually in this book. I think so. Okay. We'll find it. If you know listeners, send us a message. Do you think maybe he buys the gun and gives it randomly to some crook to ensure that he has business? Yep. Possibly. No. That's psycho. <laughs> and then it would be traced to Bruce Wayne. and, and yeah. he'll be, Then he'll have to find another girl to go to prison for him. 
Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Oh, Leo, Stephanie. Um, yeah. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. Right. That was awesome. Right. Yes. Yes. No! I wasn't a big fan of this. There, there were moments. There were moments. I like... Not, I mean, not really. <laughs> um, some of the art's fun near the end. Yeah. I, I, I really do think it wasn't needed. I think, Aaron, you said this last time that they could have trimmed a lot of fat and had, and not even like, I'm mm. not even saying the people who put the trades together could have chosen to not include issues. I think when they actually like got together Wrote in the it, DC yeah. writers room or whatever and divvied out how many months this was going to be and how many issues this crossed over, I think this could have been half the size it was. And two and three could have easily been one trade. I would agree with most of that. I think there were parts that were interesting. I, I mean, we did kind of get like what happened to Sasha. So I think that was important. Uh, but I think it definitely, the three volumes could have been two decent volumes together. Just kind of cut down a little bit in some of the storyline. Like the checkmate line, y- you didn't need to necessarily go into that much detail. They weren't that important to the storyline, I don't think. Um, you know, having Sasha be recruited by somebody as like a back area, like, okay, know that she was recruited. That could have ended up. And I think it would have been better if Bruce did not get closure with her. Like he's got to live with her dying. And not knowing what happens. I think that would have been more powerful and impactful to his character and progress if he couldn't have saved her, even though she may, we knew she was alive as a reader. I love that. I, I, I would have preferred that. I actually like what they did with her character, removing her, putting her in an agency where she can continue in the DC universe and hold this over Batman. And that does give you some threads to pull in the future if you wanted to. Yeah. But I love that idea, Aaron, that he doesn't get that closure and he doesn't get to uh, apologize or he doesn't try to get the chance to make it right. And it's a failure of his. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be a major one, but it's one that he doesn't get to, p- to close the book on. I like part of that. I'm going to push back a little. He does not need no more trauma. He does not need <laughs> to blame anyone else. No more dying people on his issues he needs to go to therapy for. So That's I true. like the idea of her not giving him closure. Like he can ab- yeah. he can find her, know she's alive, apologize, and she's like, Okay, bye forever. I don't need you. And she like turns and leaves. Yeah, no. I, that would have been satisfying to me. No kissy kissy, no none mm-hmm. of this Yeah, we didn't need the kissing, yeah. Yeah, and I I don't mind the David Kane story. I think it would have been better. Had that been done as its own mini series of four issues, six issues, but in like a year, like, okay, the guy who was the actual killer of Vesper, right. he is now being transferred to the slab or something. And Batman has to decide, what do I do? I know they're going to go try and kill him. He caused all this grief in my life last year. Do I do anything about it? I think, I think we were kind of done with the story once Bruce was what are they, uh, found innocent and uh, you could have done Sasha a little bit faster. And then we, yeah, it, it was a little bit more than we needed. Yeah. But, but I, I 
overall, the whole murderer to fugitive, I enjoyed the little saga. It was oh, yeah, more intimate than some of the big crossovers can be, and I, I liked a lot of it. Uh, I liked more of it than I disliked. I would agree with that. I, overall, the, the murderer and the fugitive stuff I thought was good as a whole. Mm-hmm. It could have been trimmed a little bit to make it a little more compact and a little more meaningful. Yeah, murderer in part one was good. Yeah. Part two and three were not. <laughs> well, what's next, Jake? Well, if you are reading along with us, we are going to read Batman Hush. No, no, we're not. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> we're going to read a story called Young Justice, World Without Young Justice. Aaron only wishes. How long do I have to still like them? Oh, you still have to like them until your vacation. Oh, fair. Okay. No, I have no problem with Young Justice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then join us next week when we cover that. Aaron, what did we learn? It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Oh, so many things. Uh... I can't pa- possibly be good to everyone. That woman over there, I can abuse her. <laughs> <laughs> For the Brotherhood of Batman, I am Ben, your sunshine, and you got them, and the baby brother. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'll clean this mess up. I'm Jake. I'm the little brother. Bye. <laughs> Oats of bitters, plants this city.